0: Welcome to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. To the weekend, weekend. Yes, indeed, Friday, but it's Friday the 13th, which is not such a bad day. My second child was born on a Friday the 13th, and he turned out just fine. This is Steve Z, the guy with the golden voice who tells it like it is. Maybe it's your voice. I hate your voice. I hate you. I just want to do my
1: work. Shut up. Oh my God! I don't care. Shut f- up, Steve.
0: And this is the Truth Hurts program. Opinions expressed here are, of course, protected free speech under the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. And I apologize in advance if anything I say today might offend you. Snowflakes, But I retract nothing because what I speak is the truth. And sometimes, for some people, that truth hurts. And this edition of the Truth Hurts
2: program brought to you by that Colonel. Well hi and howdy everyone. This here is the Colonel. You know which Colonel. I can't say my full name on account of I don't want to get sued. But it's me y'all. The guy who's been licking my fingers over fried chicken since 1952. Well, by now y'all have all heard the rumors, and guess what? They're true. Starting now, we're no longer able to call our chicken finger-licking good. One group said it was offensive in an era of the Kung Fu Wuhan flu, and nobody should be a licking anything right now. Such a shame. There's nothing quite like licking a finger. After licking a leg, I always say. <laughs> then another group says we're just plain racist for promoting fried chicken in general. Hell, we might as well close up shop, lock up our 11 spices and our herbs, quit plucking, quit a frying Hell, everything else is shutting down, so why not us? <laughs> anyway, this here's the Colonel saying bye-bye to all our fans. It's been real, it's been fun, but you know what? Lately, it ain't been real fun.
0: So let's peruse through the headlines this morning, shall we? Newsweek says Biden reaches out to Trump country voters while ramping up his MAGA criticism. Yes, Gropey Joe Biden speaking out of both sides of his teleprompter is deeply unpopular with Republican voters, but that hasn't stopped old Gropey Joe from venturing out to far-right and right-leaning states that he lost during the 2020 election to tout what he calls his successful first-term record ahead of the midterms. His first term successes. He has none. Hell, in the past four months alone, gropey Joe Biden has been forced to travel to Ohio, Texas, Iowa, North Carolina, and Alabama. All of those states, of course, won heavily by Donald Trump in the past two elections. And that recent travel to Trump country suggests Gropy Joe Biden thinks He can connect with Americans across the political spectrum, including independents and Republicans. Oh, it's an open question amongst Democrats whether Biden's message can resonate in red states because of the polarization of the Democratic left. This guy is delusional if he thinks he has a shot of winning, if there's no cheating, if there's no voter fraud. And remember, this is the same president who promised to shut down a virus, not an economy, but ended up destroying the U.S. economy, and COVID is still out there. White House officials and world leaders, if you recall me speaking about this yesterday, gathered at the second COVID-19 summit on Thursday to talk about battling the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019, even though we're all the way in 2022. And remember, President Biden said he was going to shut down that virus, and he's been in office now for almost a year and a half, and the only thing he has shut down is confidence in the United States of America. Guess what? Absent from the discussions were questions of how COVID-19 came to be. You know And I know that gain-of-function research funded by the Obama and Biden administrations allowed epidemiologists and virologists like Dr. Chi to give money to a Chinese virology lab after they were told to stop doing the gain-of-function research in North Carolina. They simply moved their operation over to China and developed... The Wuhan China Novel Coronavirus of 2019. And whether it was spread accidentally or deliberately and intentionally is something we may never know. But we damn well know that the lies that were peddled by people like Dr. Fufufuchi, that it originated in a wet market by some bat, were total BS. We were lied to since December of 2019 by Democratic, left-leaning, wacko, progressive, woke liberals like doctor Fufu And, of course, your president, gropey Joe Biden, the man who'd rather sniff an eight-year-old little girl's hair and rub his hands all over her chest than be with a real woman. Some scientists and political leaders even slammed the Biden administration for the omission of looking into the origins. What is the thing to be gained by the Biden administration by not looking into the origins, you might ask? Simple. The truth is out there. And the truth will likely be discovered that that truth is this was a manufactured, deliberate, biological warfare agent in the Biden administration under Obama-Biden was likely at the very tip of that spear. An international COVID-19 summit that does not address the origins of COVID-19 is predestined to failure. This, a direct quote from Richard Ebright, a professor of chemical biology at Rutgers University. He continues, A U.S. plan for pandemic preparedness that does not include an investigation of the origins of COVID-19 and does not call for the strengthening of biosafety and biosecurity oversight is a betrayal of the nearly one million Americans who have died from COVID-19 as well as their families. The event announcement touted the need for spending in order to provide testing treatments and vaccines around the world and to prepare for the next outbreak. Gropey Joe Biden and Camel Toe Harris both spoke, as did Abe Lincoln, that's Antony Blinken, and the White House Coronavirus Coordinator, Ashish Jha. None of them, not a single one of them mentioned China or the origins of the pandemic. Can't piss off Biden's business partners in communist China, after all. Of course, they want to establish a $450 million pandemic preparedness and global health security fund at the World Bank. That's a sham. The focus on vaccines, tests, and treatments ignores one of the largest issues. And that, of course, is, according to Dr. Stephen Quay, the first step in preventing a pandemic would be to know how the previous one began. Science, remember, follow the science. Science tells us that SARS-CoV-2 has features never before seen from nature. Gain of function research? Genome tampering? Yes, that is what it is, my friends. Dr. Quay continues, the same features are the hallmark of gain of function research. Why does this summit ignore the question of the origin? Is it because China and America actually collaborated on the research and they have agreed to bury their culpability? I've been saying that here on the Truth Hurts program since the very beginning. (sighs) Jenny Beth Martin told the Washington Examiner, the Biden administration doesn't even know how this pandemic started. And now President Biden wants to think about the next one, talking as if it's inevitable? Rather than appropriate another huge pile of money, isn't it about time we gave the U.S. taxpayers a break? Jenny Beth Martin is the Tea Party Patriots chairwoman. China and Russia, of course, were absent from Thursday's summit. White House confirmed that Russia wasn't even invited, but they were less clear about China saying only that with other countries we have extended and asked for a financial or policy commitment. Follow the money. Follow the money back to the Democrats, and you will see this weaponized virus was designed, manufactured, engineered, and distributed to sway the entire globe. And that's reality. And it's the truth. And unfortunately, sometimes these truths hurt. This is the Truth Hurts Program. Earlier, I mentioned that gropey Joe Biden went to Ohio to stump for candidates. He jumped on Air Force One. Okay, he barely was able to walk onto Air Force One. And he flew to Ohio and jumped into an Ohio congressional race to offer a surprise Biden endorsement. The Republicans laughed. The progressive liberal woke wing of the Democratic Party was not pleased. You see, in the final stretch of the rematch in Cleveland, Biden threw his feeble weight behind Chantelle Brown. He did so opposing his critic, Biden critic and former state senator Nina Turner. You might recall Nina Turner She was an ally of crazy Bernie Sanders, a far left liberal, woke progressive who made disparaging remarks about Biden when he was a candidate during the 2020 election. And those disparaging remarks from Nina Turner have come back to haunt her, including her comment to The Atlantic that voting for Biden would be the equivalent to eating a bowl of shit, unquote. So ladylike. Given the contentious nature of their relationships, many expected Democrats to back Brown over her rival. You know, Chantel Brown. But few people saw Brown's blessing coming from gropey Joe Biden himself. What followed after Biden's endorsement, as with everything related to Joe Biden, was confusion about why the president, who is drowning in domestic woes and low polls to match, would exert his influence just after calling for unity within his party. All Biden did was piss off the progressives, and now they're scratching their heads wondering, did we make a mistake? Of course, the far-left liberal progressive wing of the Democratic Party knows they made a mistake, but they have to understand Electing Bernie Sanders would have been a bigger mistake. The party machine politics is very strong with the Democrats. The machine had already fallen behind Chantel Brown. But I think Biden did this to make a point. Biden did this to flex his feeble muscle and say, I am not going to support the far left. And if you think that was Biden's only misstep this election cycle, he is offering his support to Representative Kurt Schrader, a seven-term congressman who many progressives believe is too conservative to remain in Congress. He's facing a challenge from far-left progressive lawyer Jamie McLeod Skinner. And when Biden speaks, people laugh. Because Biden says really stupid things that are confusing to the average American, like
1: Well, I know you're worried about the price of gas, food, and other necessities. And why it it matters if we make more things here in America. Well, it matters a great deal because the pandemic and the economic crisis that we inherited and Putin's war in Ukraine have all shown the vulnerability when we become too reliant on things made overseas. We learn the hard way that we can't fight inflation if supply chains buckle and send prices through the roof every time there's a disruption. And the backbone of recovery is manufacturing. Manufacturing employment is up in America. 545,000 jobs since I took office, the largest 15-month gain since 1985. And these manufacturing jobs matter because they fuel our economic growth. They fuel exports. And as we've seen, they can fuel innovation And that is a critically, critically strong economic growth that we need. Totally
0: muddled and confused the statements that Biden made. Manufacturing? You say that you created 550,000 manufacturing jobs? You are wrong, Mr. Biden. Those jobs are simply people returning to the workforce after their pandemic stimulus money that you were handing out like candy at Halloween ran out. Manufacturing? You talk about things made overseas, and yet you beg OPEC, you beg Venezuela, hell, you beg Russia to send us oil and wheat. Manufacturing? Domestic jobs? How many of them did the Democratic Party cause our country to lose in an effort to shut down Donald Trump's successful, healthy, growing economy during his term. People are going to be stupid enough to believe what Biden says, but the USA Today reports Biden has a dilemma on inflation because blaming Republicans is not a winning strategy. Mike Collins Becca Morin both wrote, White House initial strategy for dealing with inflation was to assure Americans that rising prices were a short-term problem, remember? transitory, they said, fueled by the coronavirus pandemic. But inflation hit a 40-year high and stayed there for many, many months. And now, gropey Joe Biden is trying a different approach. First, promise Americans that high prices are the administration's top priority. Second, blame Republicans for failing to offer a plan to give Americans relief. Here's the problem. No one believes your promises, Gropy Joe. After all, you promised to control immigration. You failed. You promised to shut down the virus, not the economy, and you failed twice. You promised we would not get into another armed conflict with another world power, and yet here we are. You have brought us to the brink of World War III. And then, of course, why are you blaming Republicans for failing to offer a plan to give Americans relief? democrats hold the white house democrats hold the senate democrats hold the house of representatives and you have democrat wacko progressives standing outside and protesting outside of the conservative supreme court justices homes the problem with your line of attack mr biden democrats not republicans are in charge in washington Blaming the party that is not in power for the current state of affairs is seldom a winning strategy. There's just not a lot of evidence that these kind of arguments will play to a president's advantage. Bill Howell is a political scientist at the University of Chicago's Harris School of Public Policy. He said that and this, "...in unified or divided government, presidents are held accountable for objective measures of the economy." Biden got a slight teeny-weeny little tint of good news on Wednesday when the Labor Department reported that although inflation has remained massively high in the month of April, it eased off just about two-tenths of a point, a signal that the surge in consumer prices since the last summer may have leveled off. Even so, Producer prices went to over 11% inflation, and if it costs more to produce it, you know damn well it's going to cost more to sell it, therefore cost more for us to buy it. And I highly anticipate, unfortunately, Biden's inflation will continue, not just into this month of May, but June, July, August, September, October, November, December, and most likely the bulk of next year. Consumer prices went up another three-tenths of a percent from March. Record high gasoline prices, remember? The average price jumped to $4.40 on Wednesday, up from $4.37 on Tuesday per gallon. Imagine you're an over-the-road truck driver where the average price of diesel right now is $5.35 per gallon. That means in a 100 gallon tank you're spending five hundred thirty five dollars for one fill up and most of those trucks have at least two 100 plus gallon tanks you wonder why it costs so damn much for everything you're buying the simple cost of fuel for that 18 wheel over the road trucker to get those california oranges into the midwest is costing the truck driver a whole lot more now than it did whilst Donald Trump was your president. But that's not all, my friends. The baby formula shortage, for whatever reason, is not a priority for your president. American infants starving to death does not matter. Those lives do not matter, but by golly, those illegal, invading, criminal, trespassing immigrants at our southern border have stockpiles, pallets upon pallets upon pallets of the very scarce baby formula have been getting delivered to migrant immigration stations all along gropey Joe Biden's failed southern border with mexico biden seeks to reassure americans that he understands the pain that inflation inflicts this clown joe biden said i come from a family where when the price of gas food went up we felt it it was a discussion at the kitchen table whoop-de-doo what does that have to do with the inflation you caused the inflation you created And what are you doing about it? Trying to blame the party that's not in power? Republicans have no power in the Senate or the House of Representatives or the White House right now, Mr. Biden. You are the Democratic Party, President of the United States of America. Chuckles the Clown Schumer runs the circus known as the U.S. Senate, run by supposedly a majority of Democrats. Naughty, nasty, Nazi, Nancy Pelosi runs the lower chamber, the U.S. House of Representatives. She is in charge of that section of Congress. And she is a Democrat, Mr. Biden. In a statement issued after the release of the latest figures on Wednesday, Gropey Joe Biden says inflation remains unacceptably high. And he repeats that lowering prices is his administration's top economic priority. And then he tried to blame the Republicans. Then he pointed to an initiative to partner with businesses to make high-speed internet more affordable for low-income Americans. And he claims that will somehow fight inflation. (laughs) I'm sorry I'm laughing. It's really not funny. It's actually very sad. Biden's reassurance that higher prices are his administration's top priority poses a dilemma for Democrats who hold not only the White House but majorities in the House and the Senate. Inflation will likely be the top issue in the midterm elections because I don't think Biden's going to get away with trying to use the China virus once again to steal an election uh, to, to win an election. Voters punish the party in power for a bad economy, and that is the truth. And hopefully for the Democrats, that truth will hurt in the midterms. Now considering what's at stake, control of the House and the Senate, making Biden a lame duck failure of a president, which he already is a failure of a president, but then he would have the lame duck attached to him because let's face it. Once the Republicans take over the House and the Senate, there's no chance Biden can get reelected in 2024. So considering what's at stake, Biden had no choice but to try to ease America's concerns. But in doing so, he guaranteed that ownership of inflation definitely lies with the Democrats. It's a matter of such central importance that it's hard to pivot away from. If Biden doesn't own it, there's a threat of it owning him. He appears out of touch then. And very real concerns that Americans have about gas prices, groceries, furniture, new homes, used cars, new cars, candy bars, and baby formula will lie at the feet of the failed President of the United States, Joe Biden. It's important to connect with voters on issues they care most about. And right now, those issues are inflation, recession, high interest rates the economy, stupid. And at the same time, if you're going to consistently address inflation as an issue and claiming it's your top priority, you should have some actionable plan to combat it. Biden has none. Republicans know that Biden's blame-the-minority-party strategy cannot work. And Republicans have experience in this matter. You might recall in 2006 when George W. Bush was in the White House, and the Republicans held majorities in the House and Senate, the Republicans tried to pin problems with the economy, immigration, and other issues on the Democrats, and it failed miserably. Republicans lost their majorities in the House and the Senate that fall because voters see the folks who are in charge right now, the Democrats, Joe Biden, as the ones who are supposed to solve problems because that's supposedly why they were elected. The reality is this is Biden's inflation. It will be Biden's recession. It is certainly Biden's empty shelves and supply chain shortage issues. It is certainly Biden's border crisis, Biden's massive crime wave increase around the country, Biden's failed policy on the international world stage. It is certainly Biden's economy. And therefore, all of the bad that is happening to you, to me, and yes, even to the progressive, liberal, woke Democrats I'm sure they are feeling the pain at the pump. They are feeling the pinch at the grocery store checkout counter. They have no one else. If they truly look at what is happening and who is responsible, they have no choice but to blame the guy in charge and his party, the Democrats. Less than 38% of Americans approve of the job Mopey, dopey, gropey, hair sniffing little girl fondling Joe Biden is doing. This, according to a poll released just two days ago on Wednesday by Fairleigh Dickinson University. A full 62% says the president has control over inflation. And guess what? 50% of those who responded were Democrats, 77% Republicans. And figures like these have scholars of the presidency. Pulling their hair out. Inflation in the United States of America right now has one cause and one cause only. It starts with the word Joe and ends with the word Biden. That's reality. One immediate move Gropey Joe Biden could do to address these price hikes right now would be to simply step down and resign. Allow Camel Toe Harris into the presidency, where she will be squarely impeached for ineptness and incompetence. Nancy Pelosi will then become the president and will be impeached immediately. And that will leave Ben Sass of Nebraska, a moderate Republican in charge of the nation. Very unlikely scenario. So my suggestion to you, Truth Hurts Program listeners, is save your pennies because it's going to be a long road to recovery, especially if you allow the Democrats to remain in power after the midterm elections. That's about all the time I have for this edition of the Truth Hurts program for Friday the 13th. The nightmare on Main Street continues with Joe Biden as your president. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next time. Perhaps you should just say, let's go to the beach for the weekend. Are you planning another weekend of total lockdown, quarantine, or forced isolation? Has the two weeks to flatten the curve lie
1: finally sunk in and you just want to get away?
0: Republican Land Vacations invites you to Republican-controlled Florida. Florida offers the safety of wide open spaces, indoor dining, live music, sunny beaches, concerts, movie theaters, spacious occupied stadiums for sports of all types, recreational activities out in the open, and best of all, no kung fu Wuhan flu. Let our bright sunny skies load your body with vitamin D. Drink some Florida orange juice for some healthy vitamin C. And ladies, the men here are filled with vitamin E. Leave your masks and sanitizers at home, because in Republican-controlled Florida, we control immigration and we control the. The Kung Fu Wuhan Flu. We're keeping it out of here. Governor Ron DeSantis invites you down to sunny Florida, where our businesses are open, our kids are in school, and we enjoy the nation's lowest infection rate for COVID nineteen. Come to Florida now to get away from the hype, the drama, and the lies of the lockdown cities of Democrat Land. Paid for by the Florida Department of Tourism. Steve C. and the Truth Program. Thank you for listening. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. We apologize if you were offended, but we retract nothing.